Good morning, good people. Good morning, morning. Good morning, Holly. <clears throat> Grand Rising. I know better than that. I don't know what I was thinking. I was saying the wrong thing. We don't say good morning any anymore. And the reason being is not because we are so woke, but we don't say good morning because we know that the English language is one of the hardest languages to learn just because the words don't mean what they say. It has multiple meanings. So when you're saying morning, morning is, you know, morning when you're going through, when you're sad. So we don't say good morning. We say grand rising, you know. You know, so um, that's why it's not because, like I said, it's not because you're so woke. It's just when you know better, you do better. And things were put in a system or put into place. This is not conspiracy theory. This is real life. This is science. Things were put into place um, to keep us in a certain mind frame. And so once you know better, you do better. So being that I have a few people in here already, I wanted to touch base on... This was just in my spirit. I've been going through some things. Uh, people around me have been going through some things. And um, I'm a fixer. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a healer. So um, I'm in a place now where I'm minding my business. And when it's not, that's not easy for me. Because when I see an issue um, and I know I can fix it, I fix it. Nobody got to ask me to fix it. You ever been around somebody who know how to do something, but they want you to say, hey, Nita, can you help me? <laughs> That's the most sickening thing in the world. Like, if you know how to do something, do it. If somebody drops a piece of paper on the ground and they don't know it, you're going to walk past the paper because somebody didn't ask you to pick it up. Like, you know what to do. Pick it up. But I say all that to say this. I'm doing this live because... I want to remember how I feel because I really do want to write a song about this because this has come up in my life so many times with different situations. And it's like this, keep being a good person. If you're a good person, keep being a good person. Keep being you. Don't let somebody else's actions, you know, change who you are, change your characteristics because that person is treating you some type of way so you decide okay maybe i don't need to do this no more maybe i need to fall back you know no if you are naturally a good person keep being a good person because people will reap what they sow you know you ever seen those people that they can't die they're miserable and they are in pain and they on their deathbed but they can't die, nine times out of ten, that person has some issues. They either need to ask somebody for forgiveness, you know, or they need to, they, they need, they either need to be forgiven or they need to ask somebody for forgiveness, but they're too stubborn to do that. When you are a good person, I don't care how good you are, somebody in this world is not going to like you. I don't care. I'm going to say that again. I don't care how good of a person you are. There will be some, one, a few that will find an issue with you and not like you. But if you know that you are a good person, keep being a good person. If you are a helper, if you are a caretaker, keep doing that. If you are a supporter, keep supporting. Even if people not supporting you back, don't be no pushover. You know, but if spirit leads you to uh, give somebody $5, don't worry about them giving you $5 back. Don't worry about, you know, when I do something, I hope I'm looking for that person to support me. Don't worry about that. Like if spirit led you to do something, you keep doing it. Keep being a good supporter. Keep being a good lover. You know, keep being like, be who you are. Don't let somebody else's actions change. And I like, it, when I say this is so serious, I real life like wrote notes because I, I want y'all to feel where I'm coming from. Now, like 
If y'all know me, y'all know I'm the most chill person in the world. I really don't gossip about people. I really don't talk about people. Like, my mind is, like, always on how can I get to the next thing? How can I fix the next thing? You know what I'm saying? So, I really, real life, don't have time to be thinking about you and how I can fuck up your life. Excuse me. But I want y'all to feel where I'm coming from. This is it's raw and uncut. Okay? I'm not sitting here thinking about... How I can ruin your life. So when you come across people who you can't figure out why are you treating me like this? Why are you spreading lies about me like this? It don't have nothing to do with you. Like after the after you get upset and after you feel some type of way, like I real life, and this is growth, because I real life go to I feel real bad for you. If you got all the time in the world to think about how you can ruin my life, how you can ruin my relationship, how you can uh, ruin my business or not support. Like, that's a miserable ass life. And that's how you have to think about people. Don't think about it like, oh, I'm going to get them back or I'm going to be mad at them because they mad at me or I ain't like them because they don't like me. Like, people can't stand me real life because you got an issue with me. I don't have an issue with you. So I can real life go up to you knowing that you talk about me, knowing that you don't like me and not being petty. I'll real life go up to you and hug you because I real life still love you. I real life can smile in your face because I real life don't have an issue. I don't understand why you got an issue with me. You know what I'm saying? But I real like people might look at that and be like, oh, you fake, you phony. No, I don't have the issue. They have an issue. I still got love for you. I'm hurt that you don't like me. I'm hurt that you got an issue with me. I don't understand. You know what I'm saying? But I can real life go in a place knowing that somebody got an issue with me and I can laugh and smile in your face and really mean it. I can hug you and really mean it because I don't have the issue. I'm not going to change who I am and make myself uncomfortable because you got an issue. That don't make sense. Keep being a good person. Keep being a dope person. Keep being you. If somebody can hold a grudge, I'm looking at my notes. I was, this is real. If somebody can hold a grudge against you for doing something that they didn't like or doing something that they felt was wrong and they feel they can't rock with you no more, to hell with them. If someone can hold a grudge against you for you doing something that they didn't like, like people was mad at me when I got with a woman. So people in real life held a grudge against me because of a decision that I made. So if that decision that I made that affects me can make you feel some type of way about me, to hell with you, darling. <laughs> and that's the mentality like you got to get. If somebody can hold a grudge against you for doing something that they didn't like or doing something they felt was wrong and they feel they can't rock with you no more, to hell with them. To hell with them. That's their issue, not your issue. They got an issue against you. That ain't your problem. Keep being the dopest person that you can be. One, if a person can hold a grudge, they're going to get sick. They might say, oh, I, don't have, I ain't got no grudge against them. I just don't like them. They're going to get sick. Mark my words. Most people that have an issue with somebody, they end up getting ulcers. They end up getting cancer. Their muscles hurt. It's called muscle memory. When, when you feel or think certain thoughts your brain automatically goes into defense mode and nothing has to be going on, but your brain doesn't know um, the difference between real attack and mental attack. So it'll release certain chemicals in your body to protect, to protect you. So by you just having that thought of Somebody is against me or somebody, your brain is going to go into protection mode and release certain chemicals and that's going to make you sick. That's why people say forgive people, not for them, but for you. And by you forgiving people don't necessarily mean that I got to be your friend or I got to deal with you every day, but it really means like, and I know everybody's different. Everybody can't be like me. Like I said, I can, I can have an issue with you, but I'm one of those people. I'm going to come to you and, and 
try to figure out what, what I did, you know? And my, my wife hates that because she feels like people take advantage of me. You know, she feels like, and a lot of people feel this way. Like, you know, if people show you that they ain't rocking with you, just leave them alone. And I will, but I'm the type of person, I'm nosy. I want to know what, what happened? What happened? You know, and I'm not a confrontational person to be like, you know, when it comes like, what, what, what if I did to you, this, that, and the third, I'm going to come to you as a woman. Is the, Did I do something wrong? Or did you just change? I said this, I learned this maybe about four years ago. You learn a lot in ministry dealing with people. And I told this person, um, I don't have an issue with you changing. The issue, like everybody has a right to change, you know? You might wake up, that, that's human nature. You might wake up this morning and just be, you just don't want to rock with me no more. I just might not be your cup of tea. And that's okay. But the issue comes in when you don't let the people around you know that you are changing. You get what I'm saying? If you don't want to rock with me no more, just tell me, you know, you got to be nasty with it. Look, I'm, I'm, I, I change, you know, like I'm going through some things. You know, and I just, I can't rock with you no more. You know, I'm, I'm going, I, I need my space from you, you know. But the issue comes in where I think we cool. I think we still cool. I think we still on the same level and you are changing. And you didn't let me know that you changed. So now you getting mad at me even more because I'm doing what I've always done. And you got an attitude. When you're the problem because you are changing. So it's not a problem to change, but you have to let people know that you're changing, you know? That's common courtesy in business, in relationships, you know? In in my in my um my last marriage, we had changed. We changed. And the issue came from one wanting to let's just work it out and one wanting to say, "Hey, I've changed." I don't like who you are anymore. I don't like who you have become. And I don't think you like me very much. So we need to date again to see if this is really what we want. And the marriage ended because that person didn't want to put themselves through. Maybe they might not really want to be with me no more. And I didn't put in all this effort. So you got to be willing to go through the process of healing. You know, you can't be afraid of the outcome. You don't know what the outcome, and we stress ourselves out trying to remember what the, or trying to figure out the ending. The most scariest part about life is not knowing how you gonna get out. That's the scariest part about life for me, is the ending. You don't know how it's gonna end. You know? Keep being a good person. Keep being that supporter. Keep being a good friend. Even if they don't return it you don't change. You don't reciprocate. You know how, like, like I like with me and my with me and my spouse. I tell her all the time. Sometimes she'll give off a certain energy, and when I do it back, it's like you don't talk to me like this. You don't do that. But and I don't do it all the time because because she's having a moment. I don't have to have a moment. But sometimes I'll have that moment with you. I'll meet you where you are so that you can see. How you treat me. I don't have to say, you know, but you don't have to do that all the time. Not in every situation. You get what I'm saying? Our relationship is where it's at because I can let her have her moment. You know, I can let her flip out and spaz out or, or, you know, whatever is going through. And then I can be like, are you finished? You still mad? Or... I can sometimes, you know, you don't have to do that all the time is where I'm getting at. You know, I still be Nita. You know, and I'm still go up to you and I'm still hug up on you, even though you might be mad. You still mad? Like, how long we going to be mad? We missing out on the whole day. We could be having some fun right now. We could be laughing and joking, but you choose to be mad. So, or I'm going to come back in five minutes. I'm going to hug you again. Or I just might just start kissing up on you until you kiss me back. And then we done. Like we could have been, we could have been having a good time, but you choose to be mad. And that's where I'm getting at. Like some people choose to be mad. Some people choose to want to hold, like people, people really don't have no life. 
And that's so sad. Like, people real life be choosing to be angry at other people or choosing to have an issue. Like, you ever seen somebody who always in drama? Like, how, how drama always find you? And it's always other people. No, if somebody is always in an abusive relationship, it's something in them that is attracting that out of a person or attracting that kind of a person. I've seen people be with the nicest people in the world and all of a sudden, the nicest person just spazzes out and beat beat their ass. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't the other person. It's something in you. Like I was watching Ayanla and she was like, you are a provocative victim. You ever seen that? A provocative victim is a person who keep picking at some, they keep picking at some shit. You know, you keep causing issues. And then when the backlash comes or when somebody snaps on you or flips on you, you go into victim mode. That's what's wrong with a lot of people. Like, if you are around somebody and, like, that's why I put up the status last night. Like, be mindful of people who always have an issue with something or somebody. That is so sickening and draining to me. Like, no matter where you go, it's something wrong. Somebody did something to you. Like, how does that happen? Like, I'd be like, I know I ain't the most prettiest person in the world. You know what I'm saying? But I do believe I'm, I'm, I'm pretty snazzy. You know what I'm saying? And things just don't find me like that. Like, if people, just be careful. Just be careful of people who always find the issue with somebody else. You know? Be mindful of that. It's always somebody else's fault. Somebody always, be mindful of a person who's always a victim. You know, I think the reason why I am so cool with other people or people just love me is because I'm, I don't hold a grudge, you know? And I think the, the most that I do is I might, I, I'm an empath, so I feel everything in everybody. And... If I told you something, like if I told you I was going to be in your life, if I told you that I was going to love you forever, I really meant that. Love don't turn on and off for me. I might choose not to be in a relationship with you, but I still love you, you know? And I still want the best for you, and I still want you to succeed. Like, if you ain't... I hope I'm getting my point across. Like, if you... If you see somebody that's rocking with you and somebody else comes and tells you something about this person, makes you look at this person, like, like, nobody could ever come to me and tell me about somebody else. Nobody could ever come to me and make me form an opinion about somebody else. You know, like nobody else, nobody could come to, you could come to me and say, man, um, she two-faced it. You know, she going to hurt you. She going to do this, that, and third. This is what happened to me and that, you know, but that's not going to make me, <laughs> you know, that's not going to make me treat this person funny because you have an issue with that person. That's your issue with that person. That ain't got nothing to do with me. That person didn't do what they did to you, to me. And I don't even know if they did what, what you know, you're saying they did to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody should be able. Like, my grandfather. My grandfather always used to, we used to pray. And I think that's what's missing from the world today. Is we used to get together and we would pray. And he would say, don't let the chain be broken. Don't let the chain be broken. And like, I pause, like, when I talk about my granddad, I get real, like, that's my dad and my baby, you know what I'm saying? But, like, nobody, if me and you have a friendship, if me and you have a relationship, you know, nobody should be able to come and tell you about me. Nobody should be able to tell you anything about me. You know what I'm saying? If me and you are friends, if me and you are sisters, if me and you are in a relationship, 
Nobody should be able to come and tell you something about me and make you form an opinion about me and you not come to me. There's been times when people came to me about Jess. And you know what? I didn't try to defend Jess. Because I knew what they were saying was true. Mackie Dada, Lita. <laughs> I knew what they were saying was true. Because I know my wife. So I didn't try to lie and, and say, oh no, she didn't say that, she did that. I, I thanked them for the message. And I went to her. And I said, you need to correct this, that, and the third. And I moved on. Because at the end of the day, everybody has said something. It could have been your mom, your dad, your sister, your best friend. Everybody has said something negative about you at least one time in their lives. Just accept that. Just accept that that's life. You don't, you make, you piss people off sometimes. You might not mean to, but that's just what it is. Everybody, everybody has said something negative about somebody at some point in their lives. So you can't use that and say, oh, this person, she talked about me and she did that. Okay, okay. <laughs> what are we, in grade school? Yeah. You're a fool. You're a fool if you think that your best friend ain't never talked about you to somebody. You're a fool if you think that your mom ain't never vented to their sister or their mate about you. You're a fool if you think that your siblings never said anything negative about you. Get over it. Get over it. Why you mad? You did it. You did it too. You have talked you have talked shit about your sisters. You have talked shit about your brothers. You have talked shit about your parents. To somebody. It might have never got out, but that don't mean that you get a pass and the other people don't. Get over it. Life could be so much easier if we just accept that. I know I might have pissed somebody off, you know, and they said something in the heat of the moment one day. And, and okay, I that's how they felt on that day. They might not feel that way tomorrow, but I'm going to be mad about it. I'm going to still hold a grudge about it because that person been talking about me five years ago. Who gives a damn? Get over it. Get over it. Like we stagnate our growth. You know, trying to hold a grudge. You're a human being. You're going to make mistakes. And the people are around you are human beings. And they're going to make mistakes. Everybody's going to do something that you don't like at some point in your life. And it, it, it's, it's life. It's life. But when you decide that, okay, I'm going to hold a grudge because that person said this about me and that person said that about me and, you know, I forgive them, but I just don't rock with them no more. Okay, that's too much energy. That's too much energy lost for me. You know, I'm going to hug you, but I, you know, I'm going to give you a little pat on the back. I tell people, keep that hug. I don't need you to pat me on the back. If you're going to hug me, hug me. Two hands and a squeeze, maybe a little rub in the middle. That's a real hug. Don't pity pat me. You keep that. You keep that. Keep being a good person. Keep being a dope person. Don't reciprocate negative energy. I had, I had people real life have like beef with me for no reason. For hearsay. I had a crew of dirty people ask about me. I had a crew of dirty people. I had a friend sleeping in my bed. We went to school together. We went to work together. And somebody was still able to come in from the outside, inside, and break up a happy friendship and break up a squad of dirty people. People who didn't know me was able to break up something that I thought was so strong. And I never knew those people personally. Never. Never. They never met me and never had a, a full conversation with me in their entire lives. But they were envious of what was going on. They was envious of my friendship. They was envious of the squad, the dedication that I had. And that envy caused them to sneak their way in 
and tell people about me. And now the people should have been strong enough. You know? But every dynasty that fell never fell from the outside of getting in it. Especially when it came to black people. It was always one nigga. It was always one nigga that tore the kingdom down. If the whole squad is strong, if the whole squad is strong, nobody can get in. When it came down to Islam, when it came down to Malcolm X, you know, and, and, um, and the Muslims and all that, nobody, they didn't take us down. Somebody gave it up. When it come down to uh, Marcus Garvey, they never took us down. The government never took us down. One of us gave us up. Watch that nigga. <laughs> if you see somebody in your camp moving shady, got an issue with everybody, watch that person. That person is the person that's going to take down the whole nation. I've been through it. People don't like me for no reason. People don't like my mom for no reason. Like you can look at my mom and say, oh, she's a, a strong person. My mom has a very stern face. You don't know what she been through. You don't know why her face looked like that. <laughs> you couldn't handle going through what she went through. But if you know her, my mother will give you the shirt off her back. My mother has raised so many people's children. My mother has raised so much money for different people. You know? But hearsay. Hearsay. How do you how do you be that close to somebody and, and, and turn on them? I don't get that. I'm too real. I'm like, I'm too real. And I'm too nosy, I guess. Because I got to know. I got to know what's going on. I'm going to come to you. People don't like my, my oldest sister for no reason. Like, if you knew, like, I go to bat for certain people. I fell in love with my wife because she was so pure. And not pure to like, you know, oh, this, she's a virgin. She did. No, no, no. When I say pure, it's some people's spirit who you just, it's like, I go into protection mode. Because you can feel, like my, my niece, Carmen, has the same spirit. It's a pureness there. It's an innocence there. Not saying that they're the most innocent person in the world. Feel where I'm coming from. It's a genuineness there. And when you find that, you don't give that up and you protect that and you make sure that they keep that. And some people will take advantage of that. They see that you're a good person and they see that, you know, you'll do and you'll give and you'll give and you give. And they'll take advantage of that. But that's why I fell in love with my spouse. She was a real good person. You know, like if you know my sister, all both my sisters, if you know them, you know my family. We real, we are who we say we are. <laughs> and the crazy thing is, like, people will say, people say, oh, I just want people, I, I, I like to be around real people, I don't like fake people, but you always fall for the phony shit. Like, I've, I, people have real life said, y'all can't be that loving. But you're receiving the love. But you'll receive the love from me until somebody comes in and say that ain't real they phony and now you're looking at me sideways and wondering why i'm hugging you wasn't i always hugging you when you call wasn't i always there why are you looking at me side-eyed i am who i am like i can't stand when people say what do you mean by that what the fuck i said <laughs> i don't speak in codes I don't do things in parables. That was Jesus. That's not Nita. If I say I love you, I love you. And then half of the time, people don't even address you and tell you what's wrong. Yeah, I'm about to get me some, some of them pendants, um, Iman. I'm, I promise you, while we was on the call, I was looking it up. I promise you that. Half of the time, people don't even tell you what the issue is they got with you. I'm just supposed to figure it out. I'm just supposed to figure this shit out. You mad, and I don't know why. I did something to you, but you can't tell me what I did. 
Wendy Williams did not like Whitney Houston. Wendy Williams did not like Whitney Houston. Had never met Whitney Houston personally a day in her life. She just didn't like her. And Wendy Williams had always had like a little talk show, you know, um, gossiping about people and talking about people and spreading lies and about people. Like this, Wendy Williams is a real life, you know, like she's in the public eyes, but it's real people out here just like Wendy Williams that will spread lies, spread their opinions about you to other people and tarnish your image. Don't know nothing about you. Never met you a day in their life. Whitney, Wendy Williams never met Whitney Houston and spread so much trash about her. Whitney got on the phone with her one day and cussed her out on the radio. Completely came out of character. Wish she had every right. I understood it. But it's Wendy, Wendy Williams to Whitney Houston. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's Whitney Houston. And as much as she tried to spread that lie and spread that hate and spread her nasty opinions about a person she had never met, she could never erase Whitney. Never. And she's still a miserable person. She's a joke to the, to the world. Wendy Williams is now and will forever be a joke to the world. Forever. But that's just an example. Like, you never, she never met Whitney Houston a day in her life. Yet you could get on the radio and talk about somebody so nasty and 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 and, and spread that hate. Like the lies spread faster. And it's sad of the world that we live in, but lies spread faster than truth. And you would think that she met this woman. You never met her. And that's the same thing that's going on in regular life. A lot of people never, never met you and have so much to say about you, you know, but keep being you. Don't, don't let it tarnish you. You know, don't, don't become that person. Oh, I don't rock with this person. I don't rock with that. That's too much energy, man. Everything is energy. Everything is energy. Everything is energy, man. Like, one thing, I, I, I saw this interview with this guy. He was having, like, an interview with white families and um, white police officers. And the white little girl, she said, um, she asked him, are you afraid of white people? And he said, I'm not afraid of them. I'm cautious. I'm not afraid of white people. I'm cautious. So if you have, if somebody came to you and tell, told you something about me, you shouldn't treat me funny. You don't have to. Because he sat up on that stage and he laughed with them and he talked with them. But his, he, he was watching. That would be, that's what you're supposed to do. You ever watch a cat? You ever watch a cat drink something or eat something? They do it like this. They can't trust you <laughs> to, a, to a certain extent, but they're going to watch. They're cautious. But that cat don't treat you funny. That dog don't treat you funny. The dog do the same thing. He's eating. He's looking while he's eating. That's cautious. But you could still go back up to that dog and pet that dog, and that dog ain't going to treat you nowhere funny. Why humans can't be the same way? If somebody told you something or you felt something, you could come to me and talk to me about it. Or you can watch me. But you don't have to treat me funny. Don't be scared. Be cautious. And then a lot of people, they can't be that way because they already talked about you. So you got to prove to other people that you don't rock with me. Y'all feel what I'm saying? I got to prove to the, to, the, to the shorty I was talking to about you that I don't rock with you. So therefore, I got to treat you funny in public because I know they watching me and how I treat you. Y'all follow me. 
Like that's how that's why that's why people treat you funny because they didn't talk about you so much until when they get in public, they can't give you a hug because the person who they talked about you to is right there too. And so for them to look like I'm I'm that real nigga and I just don't play, then I got to show them that I don't really rock with you like that. So I'm not going to hug you. I'm not going to dap you up. I'm not going to speak to you because I didn't talk about you. And you know what I do? I go right up to him. <laughs> What's up? What's going on? <laughs> How you doing? And I hug you because that ain't going to be on me. That will not be on me. Your blood will never cry on my hands. I'll never treat you funny. That's not in my blood. That's not in that's not how I was built. That's not in my heart. <laughs> I don't treat people funny. It is a chain reaction. Like keep being the dopest version of you. And y'all understand, like this stuff been on me last night, boy. It's been on me heavy. That's why, like I said, I took notes. Because there will be a song coming. But keep being the dopest version of you, man. Keep being loving. Keep being a supporting person. And if it's not reciprocated, keep going to the next. Keep going. They back up. You don't have to be. You don't have to be. My mom always said something to us when we were kids. My energy, and this is before, you know, we've been in the church our whole life. So this is before we got to this energy thing. But my presence should change, should shift the atmosphere. That's what she always said. So when I step into a room, I can't come to, I can't go tap into your, your energy. Because my energy should be strong enough to shift the atmosphere. You know when I walk in the room, even if you didn't see when I did, you felt something changing here. And that's another thing that I learned with my teacher in class with Queen of Four. The, the way you can protect your energy, like I can't be a healer and heal you if I'm not eating right. Because I'm going to tap into your energy. I'm going to, I'm going to eventually start feeling your sickness, you know. Because I'm not strong enough within. And that's on a spiritual level and a physical level. We got to eat right. Because eventually, if I'm hearing 20 and 35 uh, bad traumatic stories, eventually that's, that stuff going to weigh on me. And I'm not going to be able to heal you because I'm taking in all your sickness and all your problems. So therefore, I have to be able to shift your energy. I have to be able to bring you up where I'm at. Like my grandfather always said, two can't walk unless they agree. And even if they don't agree, if you are around negativity all the time and your mind isn't right or you, you might drop, you know, eventually that person is going to win. Like my father always says, somebody going to win. Somebody going to win. Like there's a saying with the wolf in the, in the, in the Indians, you know, um, everybody got two wolves inside of, uh, inside of you. You know, which wolf is going to win? Whatever wolf you decide to feed the most. So I don't watch TV like that. And if I'm watching my computer, it's basically documentaries and different things. Like, I'm always learning something. I'm into that. Like, I'm a geek. I know. You know what I'm saying? I love it. I love learning. I love knowing. You know? But I don't watch all kinds of stuff. I don't listen to all kinds of mess. I don't be around all kinds of people. Like... For, for people to be like, I don't like you, I don't deal with you, it's really strange to me because I don't be around nobody. You When you catch me, if you call me, Nita's in her house on a Saturday. I get my snacks, we might watch a movie or we might listen to some music. You know, we might, you know, do what we do, you know what I'm saying, you know. <laughs> but we have our own party in our house. Just cause I like I and we have a good time. Like my baby sister was laughing. She was like, "Y'all have your, like when you come to my house like on a Sunday, it looked like it was a bunch of people in my house, and it was just me and my wife having a good time." So if somebody tell you they don't like you or they don't like me, you should really be like, "Why? <laughs> Why you don't like her? 
We real life don't do that. My mom is always in her house. But people real life hate us. Like, <laughs> my sister, Candace is always working. Always. And people don't like this nigga. For no reason. They can't tell you why. You ever, like, be mindful of people like that. Like, why you don't like them? I just don't like them. Something wrong with them. Something wrong with them. I think I said everything, y'all. Look at that Lante on the radio. Yeah. But I hope what I said encouraged y'all. I know it encouraged me. Keep being a good person. Keep being a dope person. Don't fall into negative energy. You know, that stuff is going to affect them. You know, you want to be able to leave this world when it's time for you to leave this world. And holding on to negativity, holding on to what somebody did or hearsay of what somebody did or trying to be mad at somebody, you know, trying to be mad at somebody. Like, that is a sad life. How you got time to be mad at somebody for a decision that they made? How you got time to be mad at somebody for, for stepping on your shoe in the third grade? How you got time to still be mad at somebody for maybe having a bad day? Like, I had when we, when we first started the ministry and I was going in the church, like, I really had to start looking around because people got offended because I didn't speak to them. And so it looked like I was a, 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 I was a mean person when in all actuality, I'm shy. I came from, I went to a school called Cross High School. And after elementary school, we went straight to high school. And you didn't just look in people's face. <laughs> Be like, what the fuck you looking at? What wrong with you, bo? What wrong, bo? What, 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 what's the problem? You know, so I was taught to keep a straight face at a young age. We grew, we matured really fast. Because I might have been uh, 13 sitting in class with a senior. And they would laugh at you and pick at you if you look jokey. So you mad at me for walking in church and not speaking to you when I'm, I was just, I'm doing what I've always been taught. You know, if you came in my face and I'm like, oh, hi, how you doing? But if you catch me in the streets, don't ever think that I ain't spoke to you. I probably, 99% of the time, I did not see you. I did not see you. Not because I was trying not to see you. I was just going about my business. Look at my son, y'all. Who you want? <laughs> Yep. 99% of the time, I really didn't see you. I really did not see you. So if you see me, go ahead and get it. She'll go out. If you see me, speak to me. You know, but some people will sit there and they'll, oh, she saw me and she didn't even spoke to me or this, that, and you get mad. Well, what did you do to fix the situation? Don't ever assume anything. What they say, assuming makes an ass out of you. Don't ever assume I saw you. And I just intentionally did not speak. Don't ever assume anything about anybody. Ever. Oh, that person, she looked right at me and she cut her eyes. Man, I, you know, I tell y'all, I suffer with endometriosis and all that. I have, but I'm claiming healing. You don't know the pain I be walking around, I, I used to walk around with. I ain't thinking about you. <laughs> People in real life, not be, they don't be thinking about y'all. I had to tell one dude, I was like, how cocky is it of you? Like, you, you, they come up and they be like, you laughing. We already laughing before you walked up. Oh, y'all talking about me. How cocky is that? Why do you feel like you're that important for me to be talking about? Y'all ever thought about that? Like, that's some cocky stuff. You really think you're that important that we were talking about you before you got here? <laughs> Yo, you thought... That's cocky. That's real cocky. But I love y'all. And y'all just don't, don't hold no grudge, man. 
don't hold grudges. Don't reciprocate energy that's being given off to you. You don't have to talk to everybody. You know, that's true. You don't have to talk to everybody. You don't have to accept everybody. But you don't have to treat people funny either. God says to come as a child. And children, you look... It is, twin. Children, you look at them, and sometimes you want them to hold a grudge. You want them to hold a grudge. Because you're tired of people treating them that way. But that's not how they were built, and that's not how we are supposed to be. We're supposed to, God says, come as a child. And if you are holding a grudge, you are not coming as a child, and you are being disobedient to your Bible. That's why I said if you want to live that Bible, really live it. And if you want to live the principles, really live it. Because no matter what you do, there are principles. 42 laws of my art. Jainism. Everything that everything has principles. You know? Like life is so it's so much to life. It's so much to life. When, when, I, when I started looking up network marketing and seeing people travel and doing different things, I realized that, man, I knew the world was big, but it's so much bigger than what I thought. It's so much bigger than what I thought. Your hometown is not the end-all, be-all. Your friends here, that is, it's so much more. Like, people real life, can, you can real life be happy out here. Why waste your time? being mad why waste your time spreading lies why waste your time talking about somebody it's not about letting people walk over you monica you know that's not walking like you 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 have to change your mindset as long as you know like you might not ever call me right but if we cool and, and you're you come across my mind i'm going to call you and you might not call me after I call you. That don't mean you're walking over me. I'm doing what I feel is necessary. I'm checking up on you because I thought about you at that time. You know how many people um, let people come across their mind and they just let it pass. And then that person end up dying or committing suicide. And you'd be like, if I had just called. That's why I say your blood is not going to fall on me because I'm trying to be mad. I'm trying to, you know. No, that's not letting somebody walk over you. That's being who you are. Be who you are. You're a loving person. You have to be in a relationship with that person. You know, if somebody if somebody is beating on you, get out. You don't have to take that. That that's that's another level. You know, but if 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 somebody is just not reciprocating what you want them to reciprocate, keep being who you are. You know, you don't have to just sit there and be like, "Man, I love you and just accept me and and I want to be with, no, don't ever beg nobody to be in a relationship with you. You know, I don't talk to my, my best friend like I used to. You know, we, I just figured after a while, after I didn't came to you multiple times and we, we already said nothing's wrong and I keep reaching out and, you know, we might link up every blue moon. That's life. We got older. You got your path. I got my path. I'm going to still check up on you. I still love you. You know, if you need me and I can help you, I will help you. But... You know, we don't talk like that, but when they, when they come across my mind, I do call. And nobody can ever stop me from doing that, because that's just who I am. I'm not going to override how I feel. You feel people. Me and my best friend from, from high school, we don't talk like that at all. But we were just so in tune that I knew every time that she was pregnant. Crazy, right? And I would override that feeling, override that feeling, and then out the blue, I would just text and be like, hey, you on my mind, I had a dream about you, this, that, and the third. You know, I dream you had a little boy, this, that, and the third. I am pregnant. Everybody is connected to everybody. If you know nine people, you know everybody in the whole world. Everybody is connected to everybody. Everybody will forever be connected to everybody. Everything that we see, touch, hear, feel, smell is God. And you are God. You are intertwined in that. So if you start looking and treating things as such, life will be so much easier. That dog is God. You don't kick that because you feel like you are superior. 
the crazy thing is, and I'm going to let y'all go, when I was a kid, and to this day, whatever I take from my house goes back to my house. I don't care if it's trash. It goes in my trash can. I never was that child to just take paper and scratch and, and ball up paper. Never. Never. I never was one to keep sharpening my pencil. You never saw me with a little pencil. Because I always treated things with respect. And I didn't know what that was called. It was just something in me where I just, uh, I don't want to do that. I didn't want to hurt the pencil. I didn't want to hurt the paper. And you might say that's a weird child, but growing up now and learning what I know, there's a reason. Because that's God. That, that just shows you that children are more in tune than what you think. You know? They're, they're more in tune with what you think. I could have four, five, ten bottles of water in my car that I had already drunk, and I would wait till I get home, put it in a bag, and put it in my own trash can. I treat everything with respect. I treat everybody with respect. I don't treat anybody funny. Everybody is a part of me. Everybody is me at a different time. You are, I am you in a different time. You, you know what I'm saying? Like when you real life look at it, that's why it's so easy for you to watch a movie and really feel what's going on because you know that that's happening somewhere else, you know? And I could put myself in your shoes because I am you at a different time. And if we start looking at everybody like that, I don't look at somebody on the street, you know, on drugs, or I don't look at a prostitute funny. I, my heart go out to them. I pray for them because that's me at a different time. I'm going to help you. Oh, this person, she on the, she'd be on the side of the road all the time. They could do this and they could do that. They probably could. What can you do for them at this time? Sometimes it just takes one person to say one thing that'll make that person change. But you so high and mighty. You got it all together, so everybody else should be able to get it together. That ain't how life works. And if you can help me, help me. Don't talk about me. Help me. <laughs> if you can help somebody, help them. Goes back to what I said earlier when we first started the live. Like, don't sit there and wait for somebody to ask you. If you could fix a situation, fix it. Appreciate it, sis. If somebody, this is a pet peeve of mine. If you are on the inner, if you're driving, the road is not yours. It's everybody's. So the point of the uh, of the left lane, yes, it's the fast lane, but it's also for you to move over so the next person can get on the eye. Why y'all racing? Y'all ever be in a race with somebody and they know you was racing? Like, what? I'm I'm trying to get the way I'm trying to get to and y'all playing on the road. Or you try you you gotta like people real life be in in in, in competition with people and people don't know it. I'm trying to get in the next lane and you like if we play the game, you supposed to tell me. <laughs> I don't have time. I know an old man that got in an accident because he's trying to get over and you speeding up because you feel like that person see you. That is the most ignorant thing y'all ever walking in like, and it be us. It be us. Like I've worked with, you know, white people and I have talked to them about this. We came up in a, we are from a place, blacks, Africans, Indians. We are from a place where we are taught to look around because we were always being hunted. But white folk, they don't, they don't look around. And it's not because they think that they own the road. They just got from that place. They're not, they don't be hunted. They are the hunter. So they will waltz right in the road. Not thinking that, oh, I'm not going to get hit. They really just be absent-minded. You know? And when I, when, I, when I talked to them and I realized that, they saw my point of view and I saw their point of view and I was able to have more compassion on them. Like, But for us, some of us will see you coming and walk slower. That's ignorant. Ignorant. 
you see me coming and you decide to cross the street even more slow. Why? Oh, they see me a lot of times. People don't see you. That's why a lot of people get killed. Because you got this image. Oh, you, you they, they saw me. They go slow down today. No, they didn't. I might have sneezed and my eyes closed for a second. Yeah, are we driving and you speak? Like, what's the point? Like, Or let me tell you all this because a lot of y'all might not know this. The median. You're not supposed to drive in. Y'all ever saw that? You get over and you trying to get over here. So you in the median and you use driving a hundred miles an hour trying to beat me. No, if you stop, when I pass you, <laughs> you can get behind me. But you speed it and you mad at everybody who's doing what they're not supposed to stop to let you over. And like this goes back to keep being a good person. Like this is a part of being a good person. Because a lot of times y'all might do stuff and y'all might be ignorant to the fact that you, because you you didn't know how to drive. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you. Yeah, but don't be in competition with people. Like, and realize that people are not in competition with you. Like, it's so much stuff that you have to do. Like, if you real life taking about three to four baths a week, that that take time. If you real life looking at your fingernails and cutting your nails, like I don't know about y'all, but see, like the older I get, the quicker my nails grow, the dirtier my hair get dirty fast. Like I gotta always wash my hair. I gotta always cut my fingernails. I gotta always shave everything. I gotta always clean my ear. Like just working on your body takes so much time. How? How I got time to worry about you? Like I'm a rapper. I'm a DJ. I breed dogs. <laughs> I'm an author. I make videos. I do flyers. Like, it's always something for me to do. Why do I have time to think about you? And if I find myself thinking about somebody, I'm like, oh, I ain't doing something I'm supposed to be doing. Like, just take your time out with your body. If you're having one, are you having at least one green um, smoothie a day? Or one green drink a day? Are you having at least one salad a day? Like, actually focusing on your body and your health? Man, that takes so much time. So much time. Worry about you. If you worry about yourself, Lord, the world will be a much better place. And, and not worry about yourself till it's me, my four, and no more. You know, but worry about yourself to the point where I'm just trying to be a better person than I was yesterday. That's the only person you should be in competition with is the person that you was yesterday. The person that you were 10 years ago. I look completely different from who I was 10 years ago. I try to, I look at myself and when I see myself, I'm like, how did I change so quick? And, you know, like, anything not growing is dead. Anything not changing is dead. The world changes. And you have, you, you, if, I mean, if you don't change, you're going to be swallowed up. Oh, that touched me. What's your real name? I don't know how to thank you. Well, maybe it's Kojak. I appreciate you, King. That means a lot. I feel better, y'all. Thank y'all so much for listening to me today. Because, like, I tell people all the time, like, you would think I have. A lot of people think I do have a lot of friends. I don't really have any friends besides my immediate family. You know? Sometimes you want to talk to other people and you don't have anybody to talk to. You know? Because you want that outside feedback. My music is everywhere. K-W-E-E-N-K-A-T-T. And um, my website is IamQueenCat.com. So, check it out for me. Y'all add me to your Spotify playlist. It would mean a lot. Pandora, all that good stuff. YouTube music, y'all add Queen Cat. Subscribe to the channel. But, thank you guys.
Keon. Did I say that right? I appreciate you, King. I love y'all. And everything on the website is 50% off, too, as well. So, y'all stay well, stay healthy, and be blessed. And keep being a dope-ass, good-ass, happy-ass, healthy-ass person. <laughs>